Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Hey, Steve Stein here. Thank you so much for joining me. This lesson, what we're going to be doing is expanding the idea of harmonic minor. Now, generally, when we look at harmonic minor, all we're doing is taking a natural minor scale and we're expanding it by uh, by raising the seventh, right? So if I did this... But that raised seventh is really powerful. Okay, now where can you use harmonic minor? That's always the question. Well, you can use it, obviously, if you ever are in a situation where you're in a minor key, you're using A minor, and uh, let's say we're really in the key of C, right, which gives us the uh, no sharps, no flats. If we look at the relative minor to C major, it puts us in A minor, which would give us an A minor, and a G major, and an F major, and an E minor. Okay, when we take that E minor chord and we turn that into an E major chord is oftentimes where you, you see a typical harmonic minor kind of sound. But when you're playing hard rock or power chords or things like that, what I do is I tend to use it quite a bit in general. And I have another lesson uh, that you can find that talks more about harmonic minor itself. And so you can watch that and kind of get a better, better idea of it. But what I want to do now is I want to expand that idea of the harmonic minor by introducing you to a couple of other ideas. Now, in studying a lot of Yngwie Malmsteen stuff when I was a kid, I always found it interesting that in A minor, he would be playing A minor, uh, A harmonic minor, and he would use A natural minor and different things like that, too. And then he'd break into his... kind of sound. He would break into that harmonic minor, so he would blend them both together, which I guess sort of makes logical sense. But then I would see him also use things where he would go up and he would use E harmonic minor over A minor, okay? So if you think about it, if I took E harmonic minor and we broke this down, what I'm playing is E, F sharp, G, A, B, C, and then I'm using D sharp. There's my raised seventh, just like I did in A, and then E again. makes sense for E, but if we were to take that and superimpose it over A, what do we get? Well, let's look at that. So if I took those notes, which I'm playing E, F sharp, G, A, B, C, D sharp, E. So if I go down into this position so you can see them sort of overlapping each other, and I use those notes, I'm going to wind up playing E, F sharp, G, so I have E, F sharp, G. So D sharp is the note that's raised, okay? So I gotta think about E. Now before I was using this. Well, now I've got E F sharp, so I've gotta go. Okay. what it 
it looks like overlapping the normal A harmonic minor. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take and move it further up the fretboard this way and make it even easier for you to see. All I'm really doing is playing A, B, C, D sharp, D. All of a sudden, you've got A harmonic minor sitting here, which is the normal thing we'd use. But now we're using E harmonic minor over the A, but A would still be our emphasis note, obviously. And what you wind up with is this really cool sound that's really like Dorian with a, a sharp four is really what you're doing. You're just playing the Dorian scale with a sharp four. So I get... If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Now, what's great about this is you could actually just visualize your E harmonic minor on the fretboard and use that over your A, but of course, emphasize an A or whatever you might want to emphasize. But your normal licks that you would do in E harmonic minor, or excuse me, in A harmonic minor, you could do those in E harmonic minor. And it works great. And again, the logic behind it is really what you're playing is a, a Dorian sharp floor, or four is really what's happening there. Okay? Now, if we wanted to flip that upside down, okay, what I could do is actually take the... Uh, okay, let me explain this to you before I go there. So if I'm in A, and I don't want to confuse you, but if I'm in A harmonic minor, and I emphasize the E, I wind up getting what's called E Phrygian dominant. Okay, if you understand anything about your modes, you know you can emphasize other notes. So I could be in A harmonic minor and use all the same notes and everything like that. But if I move up to E, I'm going to wind up getting what's called E Phrygian dominant. So what I do is just to have some fun, I'll play, if I'm in the key of E, for instance, doing my E harmonic minor, I'll play E Phrygian dominant. Okay, so what happens there is... Um, I'm going to take the notes here of the, um, I should say, A Phrygian dominant. So I take those notes, A, B, C, D, F, G sharp, A. So I'm taking A harmonic minor and I'm superimposing it over the E. So I get A, B, C, D, F, G sharp, A, F, G sharp, A. And I'll use the notes of A harmonic minor over the top of the E harmonic minor. And I get this. 
and it sounds really cool. So there's just, there's a lot of really neat things that you can do. <clears throat> now, I don't want you to think that all of this has to be embedded in logic. What I want you to do is think about the situation that you might find yourself in. Now, if you're always playing in blues, this isn't really going to do you any good, right? Chances are a lot of times when you're playing stuff like harmonic minor and looking for expansive ideas into more exotic places, it's because you're playing music that kind of warrants itself to that style of music. If you're playing, you know, Highway to Hell, I don't know how well this is going to work, right? But if you're writing some metal stuff and you're looking for something a little more unusual to be using in your soloing, these are great places to go to just sort of explore different ideas. Now, again, as I always say, be careful that you don't take what I'm showing you and just get lost in the concept because you could start learning it all over your fretboard and I think that's wonderful. But don't, don't let it distract you from the path you're on. Even if you just took some little ideas and went, okay, so I'm in the key of A, but I just need something different. Boom. You've got a couple of new things that you could do that are a little bit different. A harmonic minor in general, but certainly taking the uh, Dorian now with the raised four. <laughs> give you a really cool sound. Even for a couple of licks, right? Or you're going over to the E harmonic minor. And again, you could do the, the raise sh the sharp four there too. Right? So we could do the same thing when we come off there. We could do something like that. I mean, there's there's no limits to this. You just got to kind of break out of that logical place that you live oftentimes. Um, but we could also take the A harmonic minor and superimpose it over E. And get some super cool sounds that way too. Okay, so just some things to think about a little bit to keep you expanding, keep you creative. And again, don't bury yourself. Just use it to a way that in, in a way that makes sense to you in the time that you've got. So take care, stay positive, and I'll talk to you soon. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Hey, Steve Stein here. And what I want to help you with is taking some of these open chords that you're learning how to play and trying to expand them a little bit by what I call coloring them. Now, we're not going to get all involved in all of these different names and, you know, you're already learning chords, okay? But let's have some fun with some things. So what I want to explain to you is what I refer to as finger exploration. And basically what it is, is if you're making a chord and you have a finger that's not doing anything, you can learn to set it down to color your chord. Or you can even learn to pick your fingers up to color your chords. Now, there are literally anything you do, any way you would put your guitar on the, or your fingers on the guitar is going to create a chord because remember, a chord is just a bunch of notes at the same time. But some chords sound better than other chords. So, finger exploration is something that I learned a long time ago when I was learning how to play songs and I would hear people go, I was like, wow, that sounds really cool. And it didn't require the guitar player to have to move to a different chord. It was just adding or subtracting something from the chord to change the color. So you'll notice here uh, when I'm on D, I'm just putting my pinky down on the uh, first string, third fret. And it's changing the sound. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.